Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. God will give you a word. And this is the future of the word. By the time you become the future of the word, your tie has turned to red, your blue has turned to blue, your height has gone up. <laughs> All right, your shoe has turned to a different color. Now, so at the beginning of the word, you are very different from the end product of the word. Read it again. Until. Okay. So. <laughs> I like this. Hallelujah. Amen. In God's planning, this word, where is it taking you? <laughs> public mood always gives you options. But most of the time, the public mood is stronger. Public mood. He said it's a long journey. Settle here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Until the time the word the word will try you. Because the options you'll be looking for, the word won't allow it. So sometimes you are settled and it feels like God is still not with you. Wow. Because this is not where I told you. I told you. And then after a while, okay, your oh God, okay, then you try and move on. God, I repent. I thank you, Lord. Oh, now I know you. Now I know you. Now bring him now. The word is bringing him again. And then the public mood and what? Natural opinion. Public mood settles again. You know why it settles? Because you have seen this one has settled. This one, some of you want to marry because others have married. Oh. You want to have babies because your cousins have all given birth and your aunties and uncles and mother is also asking, where are your own now? They are coming. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you are supposed to give birth to a John the Baptist. John, John the Baptist is not coming until six months before Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is not coming. Jesus can't just show up because your cousins are married. Jesus can because your mother is putting pressure on you. Give me a grandchild before I die. Give me a grandchild before I die. Give me a grandchild before I die. Can I tell you something? Sometimes. It's not nice to hear this. But sometimes. It doesn't happen the way we want it. We married for a few years. My father-in-law loved us so much. Two weeks after my wife got pregnant, after six and a half years of marriage, my father-in-law died. He never got the chance to see our child. You know, so when you lose a, a parent, most of you will know that. When you lose a parent, the biggest of the heartache yeah. is those, you, pro, you wanted to do this for them. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to buy my father hats. Yeah. Sometimes I remember if I, my father were to be alive now. Yeah. 
Because my father used to like hats because he was bored. So he used to like hats in Ghana, the sunshine. And there's this, he had this friend who goes to America every now and then and brings him hats. He treasures the hat. Right. Not from Harold's, but he treated it like it was from Harold's or from... So you can imagine, every month I will send him a hat. Every month I will... <laughs> and some other things that he would like. I remember when one of our members... The mother died. She cried. She cried. Wept. So, and the weeping was not because the woman was gone, but the woman didn't get the chance to see. Was it her marriage or her child? Her marriage. Cried. Said, don't worry. And then when you remember, oh, my mom always talks about my marriage. Now, because the thing is not about you, sometimes, it won't happen the way public mood and your natural opinion will want it. But watch this. If it happens in God's time, you will be happy there. Even not just you being happy. This is good. Thank you, Jesus. Sir, when it happens in God's time, the the, the repercussion, right. the, uh, you, the connecting favors, it's like you just got married and then suddenly this has happened, the houses and this has happened because of the man you married. He didn't even know that his grandfather was Bill Clinton's uh, boss. Suddenly it has come out and then because of that now you are relocated. You live in a house. Your bedroom is like this place. But, but, watch this. You even want to give it for care group. But not that, not that. Suddenly contrasts are coming. Amen. And it's like, ah. Suddenly, sometimes you forget about your days of struggle. So Joseph, Joseph said, God has made me fruitful in my land of affliction. Do you know why? Because he had a word. In my land of affliction, God has made me fruitful. Do you know why? Because he had a word. But until he could say God has made me fruitful, the word of the Lord tried him. Until his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tried him. And what we're supposed to do is keep looking at the word. Such a lucrative opportunity. But my commitment to God and the word of God will not allow me to settle for this. Then, keep me moving. Then this one is coming. Oh, it's not allowed. Public mood. Everybody will be happy for you. But that's not what the word has dictated in my destiny. So I can't settle. And then, oh, how about this one? This is amazing. So you are passing. Watch this. It looks like opportunities are passing. No. The word is taking you to your desired destination. The word of God is taking us to our desired destination. If you believe in shout hallelujah. And another opportunity. Look at the several so-called opportunities. They are not. They are traps. They are trappings. How do you know it's trapping? The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide asunder from the, between the soul and the spirit. So you can know what is in the flesh and what is not of the flesh or what is not of the spirit. What 
once you are, you, are, you are keeping the word of God, it helps you to tell you that, no, this is just your feelings. No, this is just your mind. No, this is just the opinion you, you think. But this is not God's destination. The word must dwell in you richly. Shout hallelujah. I haven't gotten to where I want to get to. Eventually, Joseph. Amen. Who brought this one? Couldn't bring. Is the word. When the word, okay, let me show you something. <laughs> Reverend Two says something which I will never forget. About three years ago, he was preaching. He said, <laughs> Reverend Two can sometimes be very radical or revolutionary in his thinking. He told a certain woman or some women, some families, that you are crying, believing God for a child, believing God for a child. Maybe you have to thank God you don't have a child. Because looking at you, your child is likely, not that you're just, maybe your child may be an arm robber. He's a very Maybe your child may be an arm robber and harass you. And you, you will die in pain, in shame, in disgrace. So to spare you that, he will not give you that kind of child. So his point is maybe go and adopt somebody. Who may be an Obama? Mm. <laughs> but, 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 but that is a very, that's a very interesting yeah. one. I know what you are thinking. No, I want my own who can be Obama. Yeah. <laughs> so the point here is that, watch this. After school, you and your colleagues, everybody has applied for job, better jobs and jobs that companies that you think you should work with. They didn't give you. You didn't get it. You struggle, struggle, find somewhere, somewhere, something, somewhere. Started doing that job. And a word came to you. Promotion is coming. And the promotion raised you above those, in the same, those companies that rejected you. Now they accepted you. And lifted you above your peers. So now, won't she say, I'm glad I went there first. He was traveling. He, has his, he had his word. But his word destination is here. Wow. So he's here. Settled. You've settled. His word destination is here. He has settled. You are all three friends. But look at your destination over there. So if you judge with human mind, you will say they have gone ahead of you. Wow. They have broken through ahead of you. Who told you? Who told you? If you have God's word, you are on track and ahead. Shout hallelujah. Why? Because until you settle where God has called you, watch this. Every other person is ahead of you. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, you didn't get it. Until you make God's plan, God's final stop, your destination, anywhere you settle, you have reduced yourself. Shout hallelujah. Am I communicating? Until his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tried. Listen, never compare yourself to anybody. Be busy building. Be busy building your word content. Yeah. Okay. Build your word content. 
Build your, stuff it up, stuff yourself, build your word. That is where the work is because it is the word that will come to pass. Say the majesty of his word. Now, when God gives you a word, that's the main message, you know. This one is heavy. It's heavy. Are you ready for this? Because of the elements of distraction on your journey to the destination. Because of your, the elements of distraction. I don't know how many of you have felt that before. But you are moving towards, you know God told you. The word is taking you. But get here, hold his hand. Hold his hand and look at him. But you have to move. Pull him. He doesn't want to go. You have to move. Now, pause that gun. So you see, because of this, there must be a greater guarantee that this word is really Because other than that, you are likely to say, I don't have any assurance that it's really so. At least this one is an assurance enough. Is it not challenging for a woman or a man or job-wise? This company has offered you a job. That's not what you really wanted. You really didn't want that. And you wanted to walk away from it. Because you know something. But there's this threat. That settle take like that one will not come. I I I I, I gave my hotel of sacrifice. Now, now. I, I, I was planning to buy a house. Now look, I've been kicked out of my house. How God, this thing have been deceived. Someone has taken my money. It's nobody took your money. Nobody brought a gun on your head. Pick your money. Nobody took you believe God's word. But you didn't believe to you go somewhere you felt like you maybe you even detoured went to went, went, went to do dodgy deals to buy a house and police got came involved and you lost everything. Now you are blaming it on out of sacrifice. So sometimes I don't quickly advise people. I just give them the word. I don't tell them, no, don't go with this man, don't go. If that's what you want to do, I just have to make sure you have the facts to make a healthy decision. But I, that's, in professional counseling, you don't make decisions for the clients. Okay? You, you tell them, that, help them, guide them, but you let them make their own decisions. How do you know that this is not the destination? It's not compatible with the word you carry. Anything that makes you want to compromise on the word of God is not your destination. Watch it. It's a trap. Am I not prophesying at all? So sometimes you pass this, you pass this, and you... This. You need enough strength. Watch this, watch this, watch this. You need inter- enough internal strength generated by the word to be able to look at the word and you feel tempted. Okay, now there must be a reason why you have to be able to let go. I'll hold on to this. Now, Hebrews chapter 6. And I, I end on this. Are you ready for this? Yes. Say the majesty of his word. The majesty of his word. Say it again. The majesty of his word. The word will not fail. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6. Verse. Ooh, I like this. 
I like this. Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 11. Okay, let's start from verse 10 then. Verse 10 will be fine. Verse 10 says that, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we declare that each, oh, oh, each one of you show the same diligence, uh -uh, show the same diligence to full show the same diligence to the full assurance of what for how long yes. watch this say hope. hope he's talking about assurance of hope the word of God the hope gives you an assurance see when you hear the word the word tells you that Sometimes the word itself has testimonies. Yeah. Look at the lady. She said, God said, and she received it. She said, God said, and she received it. Some of you here, did you hear the woman's testimony on my grace? She said, for three months, her ear was gone. Last Friday, she told me, as soon as we closed the pastor, look at this, amazing. She said, her ear was gone. She couldn't hear anything in that ear. She couldn't hear anything. And doctor said, the ear is gone. We need hearing aid. Last Friday, in just a normal service. A service that was not even planned. It was just two hours planned. Yes. Two hour notice service. She said, she said, Pastor, as we were singing, did you hear the tell? As we sang freedom, the thing popped. Now, watch this, watch this. So when you hear such a testimony, then you know that if the word did it for her. You know why some of us didn't give up? Because you know the word can do it. Yes. You know, that is what we call the assurance of hope. You have an assurance in the word. Now, he says, watch this. The key thing is that let us show the same diligence. To, so, it's not that today you are hoping it, you are trusting in it more, believing it, tomorrow you are down. No, say, whether the weather is hot or whether the weather is cold. Show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end. Because there is an end coming. There is an end coming where you will see what God has promised. Shout yes. Let us show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Watch this. Verse 12. Wow. Wow. Thank you, my Lord Jesus. Verse 12. That you do not become sluggish. Do you see that? Yes. Don't be lazy, but imitators, imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So that look at somebody's testimony and keep going. Yes. And follow the way they followed. If they said, they said, amen, I also shouted, amen, happen for me, the same, follow it. Yes. Two hours service, two hours notice service, and they say, ah, I'm going to make it. And they made it, they received the miracle, that they also follow it. Yes. So follow those. Who through faith and patience? It takes faith. Now, if you are lazy, you can't follow. You can't follow for a testimony if you are lazy. Because, watch it. The word will work. But it requires someone's diligence. Remember, show the same level of diligence. Somebody's diligence. And holding on to God's word. Now, watch this. Watch this. Um, verse 13. Am I right? 
Are you ready for this? For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he swore by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing I'll bless you and multiplying I'll multiply you. And so, after, after he had patiently endured, say endured. Say patiently endured. Say louder, patiently endured. How many of us are going to patiently endure after today? Watch this. He, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Watch this. What did he obtain? For, oh, this is the main thing, and I have to end up here quickly here. Watch this. For, for men indeed swear by the greater, and an oath of confirmation for them is an end of all dispute. Do you know what that means? Can you give me this phone contract, and I'll pay this amount of, every month? How do they know I'll pay? Oath of confirmation. I've signed it, so I will. So I'm not, watch this, in human terms, if you want people to believe you based on what you said you would do, they have to, there must be an oath. Because the oath cannot be broken. It's an oath of confirmation. And so when God uh, promised Abraham, when God spoke to Abraham, because men, that's how men operate. Watch this. God was also more willing to come down to human terms and to prove to Abraham and sign a contract with Abraham. He didn't have to. Abraham, just believe. And it will happen. If you won't believe, it's up to you. But God wanted to prove to Abraham. Now, watch this. I'm going somewhere quickly. Now, watch this. It says that. Thus, God. Verse 17. Have you seen it? Let's all read it together. Verse 17. Let's go. Let's start. That God determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirm it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Say hope. Remember it says that hold on to your, the assurance of hope. Now, God's word that is taking you to your destination. Watch this. God also wanted to prove to you that, listen, if I said I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah. So what? Because that becomes the hope you hold on to. Yeah. All right. So he said that, that we who have fled for consolation in God might have hope. Strong call. Might have hope. Okay. So, and he said that this hope, the next verse he said, this hope which is an anchor to your soul. Do you know what your soul is? Your feelings, your mind, okay, your will. It stabilizes in this on the unstable waters of life. You need something to stabilize your soul so that when the winds blow, you are still firm and strong. And God was... Listen, the majesty of his word. God was more, is more willing to prove to you that if I said I would do it, I would do it. So he also confirmed it with an oath. What's the oath? Watch this. These are the Now, two things. So that by two immutable things. Immutable means unchangeable. Immutation. It changes. Some things can change. God said uh, these two things can change. When people swear an oath, can it be changed? No. It can be changed. And when God makes a promise, He can't change the promise. So He made a promise which cannot change. One immutable thing. But just to show you that, listen, this promise I've made, I'm really going to do it. He comes as well and swears an oath that I swear. Watch this. 
But who would, people swear oath by greater. Yes. But God, there's no one greater. So he said, listen, I'm going to give myself to you. Yes. When I speak, that's why his word is him. When he speaks his word, he has actually committed, he's giving himself to you. He, that is the oath. The word you hear is God himself. I spoke from the beginning, I said, when God speaks the word, he releases himself. So he promises you and the word that the word of promise is God Himself. He said, No one is greater. My word is me. Me, I am my word. So if you forget about anything, remember that my word is me. And once I am with you, I will do it. Somebody lift up your right hand and shout, My future is guaranteed. Distracted by others' breakthroughs. Yeah. Don't be distracted by others' conditions. Yeah. Don't be distracted by public mood. Don't be distracted by your enemies' threats. Don't be distracted by anything. Just keep your eye on God's word because if He said it, He will do it. If He promises, He will do it. And God is faithful to fulfill His word. God is faithful about your health, about your healing, about your marriage, about your career. song I heard recently. It said, verily, 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 I say unto you, it, sh- it shall be well with you. You will be lifted. It shall be well with you. You shall be great. You will be lifted and it shall be well with you. You shall be great. You will be lifted and it shall be well with you. Today, it may look different. Today, it may look funny. Today, it may look some way. But I assure you, it shall be well with you. You'll be great. You'll be lifted. You'll be great. You'll be lifted. You'll be great. You'll be lifted. Carries, we shall be great. We shall be lifted. It shall be well with us. It shall be well with us. Your business will do well. Your career will do well. You will rise in life. I like this. Your children will do I said your children will do well. It shall be well with your family. It 
shall be well with your marriage. The devil is a liar. He's threatening you about your marriage. But I say it shall be well with your marriage. It shall be well with your health. It shall be well with your finances. It shall be well with your career. And it shall be well with courage ministries. We shall be well with courage ministries. It shall be well with courage ministries. I see God lifting you. So shall it be. The majesty of his word. Why don't you lift up your hands? Begin to pray that Lord, I repent. I've made you too small in my eyes. Forgive me. I choose to look up to your word. I choose to hold on to your word. I choose to walk with you based on your word. Begin to pray that prayer quickly. Begin to pray that prayer. Oh, ta 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 ta. Lift up your hands in prayer. Close your eyes and lift up your hands in prayer. Pray the Lord, I've made you too small in my eyes. And I choose to hold on to your word. I choose to walk with you in your word. I choose to stand firm. I choose to hold on. I choose to be diligent. I choose to diligently hold on into the full assurance of hope, firm to the end. Lord, I believe my marriage is secure. I believe my health is secure. I believe my career is secure. I believe my family life is secure. I believe my children's future is secure. I believe my future is bright. I believe my future is great. I believe my future is favored. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.